0: Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing company for fashion, home, and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and, of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sanna Oudmark and I'm the head of marketing at Cure Media. In this week's episode, I talk to the two brothers, Jacob and Victor Eriksson, who are the founders of the Swedish product sensation Boxballen, a head-tethered boxing ball that you can link to an app to challenge your friends and family. This is a really inspiring conversation where we get to learn how they get world celebrities like Khloe Kardashian, Snoop Dogg, and Bill Gates on board to promote and create a hype about their products, what their best tips and tricks are for how to get viral on TikTok, and what it really takes for a startup to go from small to good to great. This time we welcome not just one, but two guests to the studio. Jacob and Victor, it's great to have you both joining us today.
1: Thank you. Nice to be here.
0: You started your company in 2018. Please tell us briefly about your story and how you went from zero to 125 million sec, which is around 11 million euro, in turnover in less than five years. It's really amazing.
1: Yeah, so we we launched for Christmas uh, 2018 um, and we have produced uh, 10, no, 1,000 units And we sold the first 3,000 units in two weeks. And since then, we've just been uh, like we knew something was we were doing something right. So we've been doing it since then and scaling the company. First year, we did 2.7 million. Then we scaled to 15, then to 36. And then now last year to 125 million sec.
0: Wow. So... It's a true success story, and it's so cool how you have collaborated with world celebrities like Dr. Phil, Bill Gates, Khloe Kardashian, and now Snoop Dogg. So I think many of us wonder, how, how do you make this happen? How do you get these people on board? How do you make them answer your emails, a Swedish startup from the beginning?
1: When you say it like this, it sounds obvious, right? But, I mean, everyone has been saying it's impossible, for example, Chloe said no four times to this collab and the fifth time she said yes. No one has been like answering DMs like the previous three, four years. Uh, now it's changed. Now they are contacting us. So actually Team Snoop contacted us. I would say hard work, persistence, uh, going for what we think is good and what we want, not what other people says we can or cannot do.
0: Yeah, that's obviously working. And when we talked before the recording, you say that you trust your gut feeling a lot.
1: So usually, me and my brother we like we find a profile and we send it to each other on DM. Like, what do you think about this one? Yeah, let's. And then we create like a wish list. Uh, and then we we talk about these profiles all the time and try to you know find a way in. It can be email, LinkedIn, DM. Um it can be trying to go through agencies, usually it doesn't work, uh, and trying to get to the
2: agent and a lot of hard work. You can tell a bit about that, Victor. I would say that we haven't really seen like, this is the only way to get true to the profile. Uh, it's like trying different things on every name until you get some kind of, you know, connection with some person that, you know, either know the, per- the, the famous person directly or knows A person that managed that person so it's really like stumbling on different channels different people until you find a way through
0: trusting the process
2: i would say all collabs
1: go through this seven steps list i made a little list that i think you know starting from identify to reach out and here is what he said a reach i could be so many different ways Mm. Everything from a DM to email to stalking people, finding, you know, someone's little brother or (laughs) wife and trying that way.
0: Yeah, getting creative.
1: And then the offer, it's so important that, and we have learned that we need to come with a super specific offer that, you know, they can say either yes or no to. Uh, In the beginning, we were more like, oh, we want to do this. How much do you want? But especially for the US, it doesn't really work that way. It's much better to come with a straight, firm offer. Right. Then usually we negotiate for a, a month or so. Close. And when we close, it's only halfway there because so much can happen, you know, during the production. We shoot all the content ourselves with the, colla- with the celebs. So we went to Chloe's, we went to Snoop, etc. And, you know, everything can happen when you're at a shoot. You don't know who the person, how they are. Uh, are they divas or not? Are they... Yeah. Nice people.
0: So how was Snoop Dogg?
1: (laughs) He was was good. We didn't get that much time with him. Uh, I would say Chloe was super, though. She was so nice, humble. Uh, The production went very well. Everyone has been good.
0: Yeah, you don't dare to say anything else. (laughs) But that's great. And how much creative space do you give the profiles?
1: I would say 99% is our creative and then we'll give them one percent to, to say the line in the way they wanted to. But we have a very set like this is the this is what we want to shoot with the profiles. Um, usually, it involves the TV, they're playing towards versus like a family member or a friend, uh, and then we have like a one-liner. So say something, say something that you like about boxball or what did you do, or and usually they just come up with that. So the actual playing with the ball we control and we say stand like this do like that but we film it with an iphone because we wanted to have that ugc feeling that they could have filmed it themselves
0: yeah i think that's one of the keys to your success as well that it's such low-key productions which is what people want right now on the especially tiktok
1: yeah that we can see a lot like high production values doesn't really fly lower like nitty-gritty just filming not even editing that much Um, more like behind the scenes kind of feel
0: yeah so in addition to working with these world celebrities traveling all over the world what does your influence marketing strategy look like what are the different layers
1: so it's like a triangle uh, with the one to three, we usually do like a couple of A-listers, and then you can tell them about the next step in the triangle, about the
2: Kyle Richards of the of the world. Yeah, and and she's also a, a big name, especially in the U.S. But yeah, we 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 want to find like family people that are being known for something positive, especially if they have children. We like to bring we we, we like to show that. The content is for the entire family. So everyone should be able to play box ball and together with their children, with their parents, with their grandparents. So we, we, we really like to find moms, especially moms.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's our best uh, buying group uh, because they buy for the entire family.
0: Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> that,
2: that's the one under the a lists are family people that still are celebrities. Mm, I would say also that they're, they're special in their niche. So
1: for example, we have a lot of football players, they have been in the top of their game, maybe now they're retiring, maybe they're coaches now, for example, Steven Gerrard or John Terry, um, or like, you know, we had um, Gemma Atkinson, she's pretty famous for like being on the radio, but also like a workout mom, she did a yeah. lot of like, during COVID, she had classes with With newly, like, newly, what do you say? Newly being parents? No.
0: Ah, Yeah, new moms.
1: New moms, yeah. So maybe they're not A-list, like, the most, uh, they're, like, step under. Maybe they're around 5 million followers or 2 million followers. Mm. Uh, But they're very, very, in their niche, they're super good. And then we also, I mean, we look very much at data, like, at engagement, views, comments, what type of comments... But it starts yeah. with gut feeling, I would say. Gut feeling, then data. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's a good mix to have them both. Do you also work with the paid social to boost the content?
1: Yeah, so all the collabs we do, uh, we do we edit it for for them, for the celebs, so they can post it organically on their channels. Yeah. And we also do a lot of different variations for ads for us. It doesn't really work only with them posting organically. We never get the money back of that. So we need to beef it up with ads. So we do a yeah. lot of ads. We spent a lot of money on ads last Christmas, for example.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's different purposes as well. So it's a great way to boost the exposure and to get reach new audiences, et cetera. Yeah.
1: And also one thing that you usually say about our
2: profiles, uh, about being the best... Uh, yeah, best performed uh, post. So we we internally... It's, uh, it's a goal that we have that when we do the content with the person, we want it to be the best performed post they have ever done. Uh, so with Chloe Kardashian, for example, it became her second best. Yeah. Uh, with how many millions was that? 28 million views.
0: Yeah, 28. Wow. Uh,
2: that's so, crazy. Um, and that's usually because I, what I think is that the content that we show is still new. Yeah. People haven't seen it. Mm. Uh, now a lot have seen it. Uh, but I think that's one of the reasons that uh, a lot of people engage in the content and they comment, uh, friends, family, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's something for everyone. I, I have one at home and I. Oh, you I, do? Yeah, I have.
2: Do you have the new one?
0: No, probably not. No? It's a couple of years old.
2: Okay, we we'll have to ship it to you. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would love that because I, I tried to get my father in law to try it mm. and he thought it was really fun. It was hard for him to manage it though, but I, I understand him. How old is he? He's 75. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you see your grandma?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay, so she's also... we've Like, she's gone viral a couple of times on TikTok. She is 86, and we've done a lot of content with her. But most importantly, we've done a little mini-study where we did a 30-day challenge uh, where she did box bolen three times five minutes per day, and she lowered her blood pressure in 30 days from Ooh. dangerously high to super good.
0: Wow, that's an extra layer to the product for sure. So speaking of getting viral on TikTok, I know many of your videos there have millions and millions of views. And I think many marketers wonder today how to get viral. So what's your best tips and tricks on how to get this viral?
1: Mm, I would start by saying I think TikTok is very good... At promoting engaging content for their users, good content doesn't actually have to mean high quality content uh, in production. It's more like good that it's entertainment or informative, but that it brings value to the viewer. And also sometimes it could be like, is it really true or not? Like the the, the content that you're viewing, is it true or is it not true? Is it fake or is it true? That uh, it, Gets people start commenting. Oh, it's fake! No, it's real! Oh, it's fake. Especially now with all the AI stuff coming out, a lot of our uh, content that, gone, that has gone viral is usually with a celeb. So we repurpose that content. Maybe we edit it differently. For example, we did uh, recently. We did Kamsa Chimaya versus Snoop Dogg, uh, but they're to- two different collabs. But we mashed them together, and mm. it got like a two million views. Like yeah. a duet. Do- yeah. Almost, yeah. almost like a duet, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would say a lot of content with me and my brother goes viral. But we do stuff that we haven't released yet. So it's a bit of a future vision of our product. So uh, one, one example is what we call the power punch. Uh, we haven't developed this game mode yet. But it is how hard can you punch the ball and you get a score on the TV.
0: Mm-hmm. Like on these amusement parks. Exactly. I would love yeah.
1: So we fake these videos, but they get like ten millions, 12 million, you know, it gets so many views and people are like, oh, I want this, I want this, where can I get this? Um, but we don't have it yet.
0: <laughs> but it's a great way for you also to see what pro- products will fly, like yeah. what should you develop and not. Yeah. And finally... Uh, We talked about your business success. So in your roles as business leaders and entrepreneurs, based on your experience and success. So what are the three most important things you would say to lead a company from good to great?
2: I I I would start with something that you said earlier, and that is trusting the process. Uh, We have done now, I think, five Christmases. And our revenue is like 90% uh, November, December. And being able to trust the process but also to go fully in in what works for your model. So for example, uh, big celebs, uh, paid social uh, for Christmas for the entire family. That works for us. So every year we're like, okay, let's, we're going to trust the process. We're going to go all in on this and really, really believe that it will keep on working. And so far it has. And I would say that is one of the key points is to actually believe in what works for your company. So there's so many different ways where if we're going to talk sales, for example, where you can do B2B, D2C, retail, you can have an agency that sales. Whatever works for you, I think, put more energy and effort into that and try to scale that.
0: That's, that's great advice. And Jacob, what's your best tips?
1: Um, I think it ties into what Victor said, Uh, but it's more about, I would say, as we're living in a fast changing world, uh, I think keeping uh, the vision alive um, and being able to rearrange a bit the vision so it fits with what's happening in the world Uh, and being fast, I would say test small And try to get feedback fast and be able to pivot stuff, but still keep the long, arching vision alive. And the best one, I would say, that has worked for me and for us is that if you believe something, do it. Don't listen to people saying that you can't do it. And I know everyone says this, but it's so true, I would say, because, I mean, we were going to give up Chloe, for example. It was no, no, no. It was no all the ways. It was no. Everyone said no. Um, But then I don't know what like kept us like, let's try again. Let's try again. Hmm. Um, And I think that can be true for so many things. Try again. Try again. Try again. So I would say you should be able to take seven no's. Someone else said this. I just copied it. Mm -hmm. But be able to take seven no's. And if you get seven no's, then you could maybe leave it for a while. But until you've gotten the seventh no, keep trying.
0: Patience. That's so true. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining. It's been really interesting and so inspiring to hear about your journey. And I look forward to see the, the, the yeah the rest of it.
2: Wow! Yeah. yeah, we're
1: excited too. We're excited and a bit scared, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how it should be. This brings us to the end of another episode of Influence Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influence marketing content and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our platforms at Cure Media.